It's a slow news day here in the PHNX studio. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Who dat? <laughs> Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig, Danielle behind the Mac. Petey wasn't even supposed to be on the show today, but he's so fired up that he wanted to join. How's everybody doing, huh? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Petey? You know, just is 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 the team moving? Because I think I did I read that today again. Like, <laughs> good God, I know we're we're in this for the clicks. I get it, but for God's sakes, like, everybody just relax until they pull up the Mayflower moving vans that say to Salt Lake City or bust. Effing relax. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess we got to address this, don't we? Yeah. Let's let's. So there was right a report that the. Morellos are, are not to Morellos. The Ishbias are not pursuing the, the Coyotes. Cross that one off the list. Um, hmm. Where to start with this one? Um, first of all, semantics, not pursuing them right now. You know why they're not pursuing them right now? Because they're not for sale yet. I don't know if they will be for sale because we don't know if Alex Morello is going to be able to pull this off. Um so to say that they're not pursuing them, yeah, that's pretty much what any potential local buyer would say at this point. Does it mean that the Ishbias aren't interested? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. And I would also go as far as saying that report didn't come from the Suns. So that that's troubling to me. It didn't come from the Suns. Um, you know the way I operate. You guys know the way I operate. I deal with primary sources. I don't, I don't care what secondary sources say. And I'll also say this about sources. Most of them have an agenda. Most of them are pushing an agenda. And you better be careful that as a reporter, you're not helping them push that agenda. All I will say right now is nothing has changed materially. As I told you in the newsletter, I expect something coming soon. As I said in the Discord this morning, right around the Super Bowl, I, I doubt they would do it before the Super Bowl because that'd be weird timing. News-wise, they're really not in, in the public eye. So I think we're going to get something right after the Super Bowl, something from the league. Do I think it's going to be definitive? This is the plan? I wouldn't go that far, but I, I think it's going to be another step toward a resolution. Um, again, we don't know what's going to happen, and we are not at the point of saying, oh, it's time to, you know, pack up the rugs and everything else and move to Salt Lake City. It's not responsible to say that at this point. It's not responsible to tweet a picture of Salt Lake City with eyeballs above it. Come on, do better as reporters. I remind you again, local reporting matters. Pay attention to the people on the ground here. And and by the way, I've seen some shade being thrown at other national reporters. Like I, I saw what Elliot Friedman said today, and I, I didn't find anything wrong with anything that Elliot Friedman said today. I thought he was on point with everything. So stop throwing shade his way. He, he, Elliot's not saying anything's resolved, but he is saying that we're coming close to a resolution and time may be running out on this current ownership group. He ain't wrong about that, and we've been saying that ourselves. But we are not at the point yet where it's time to say, pack it up. The Coyotes are leaving Arizona. Do I need to say anything you, more? Well, I just, I, I just think, I, Craig, ahead. you, you talk ahead. about this local, the Ishbia thing. Do you want, how would an, another owner of another sports team go out and publicly pursue a team that's already owned by, what kind of a look would that be? Plus, what Not would that do for like, negotiations into the future? Right. Like, 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 think about the legal angles of that as well. Like, no, that's not going to happen at this point. 
It's not yeah, going to so happen. So pursue is the wrong word. If my neighbor's house isn't for sale, I'm not knocking on his door. When the for sale sign goes up, buddy, I'm checking my bank account. So pursue is the key word in this sentence. Matt Ishbia, is he interested versus pursuing it? I think the answer to that is yes. He, if, he said it comes for sale, over. as his spokesperson told us long ago, if this team does ever go up for sale, they would absolutely entertain the idea of a conversation. Yeah, that and hasn't that changed. has not happened yet. That it has not changed. occurred. And the yes. only other thing that has changed, Craig, is I, is I think the pressure from Gary Bettman is finally coming to a head from the Board of Governors. I think there is going to be, as you've alluded to already uh, on the Super Bowl, when there's a lot of noise and sports going on, that there may be a little harsher deadline pushed on the Morellos because the Morellos at some point have to get this deal done or they have to move on. At, at yes. some point, there has to be a hard deadline. And what that deadline is, is yet to be announced because we keep pushing that 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 down the, the goal line. And, and yeah, I, I yeah. think that could happen sooner than later, but, but by no means, by no means, no means. Does this mean this team is leaving Arizona at this point at all? Yeah. There is so much presumption to that that is not the case today. And, and beyond the deadline, I think there may be some other conditions placed on the Morello group as well. So it's 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 coming to a head. It's coming to a head soon. Uh, again, it'll be a step. I don't expect like right after the Super Bowl. Oh, this is what's happening with the Coyotes next season. No, I don't think we're going to get there. I'd be very surprised if we get there, but it's going to be a significant step and there's going to be a significant message and action from the league. All I would add is that until there is something concrete, just take every report you read with a grain of salt. And I know there's a lot of anxiety right now among the fan base. This is all anyone in our Discord's talking about. It's all we're seeing on Twitter. And I understand it. And I understand that it's really hard to care about what's going on with the team on the ice right now when all of this is going on off ice. I get it. Um, trust me. Like, we're, we're right in it with you all because this is our livelihoods. Like, we're, it's not just, you know... Like every the fans of this team care so much, yeah. and I get it, and I've been there. So we're all we're all invested. We all want to see this resolved, and we will continue to cover it as accurately um, and, and thoroughly and thoroughly as we possibly can. So and please, one more quote, yeah. It's it's we've been down this road many times. We've been a lot closer to to packing up the, the bags than this before. And something my dad said when he was a coach, and when he they looked like they were down and out. He said, I, I've seen cows sicker than this get better. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with. I've seen sicker cows than this get better. I think we I, need that as a headline somehow. At least we need to incorporate that. So, yeah, yes, to put it on a shirt, Lindsay Smith says, I've seen sicker cows than this get better. I like that. I love it. All right. So there it is. And that's what we're going to say on the matter for today, unless okay. anything else comes up in the middle of the show. Um, but there's a lot going on in the NHL as a whole besides just this. So we want to talk about all those things before the Coyotes get back at it tomorrow night against the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, while we're on the subject of national media and Canadians, let's stay, mm -hmm. let's stay in Canada. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's talk about Canada um, because four Canadian teams right now are among the NHL's top twelve in points. Is this the year for Canada? Ah, I, I you know I want to believe it is. I want to believe it is. Let's, uh, we we throw a lot of shade at Canada, but mostly it's just you know throwing the shade back that they're throwing at the Coyotes. But honestly, thank you Canada for this game. First of all, it's my favorite game. 
in, in my life. The good I've old hockey it. game yes. is the best game you can yes. name. Yes, it's a fantastic sport. I love it. Thank you, Canada, for this. And it's it's time. It's it's past time for a Canadian team to win the cup. And there are four. I, I don't know if we want to break down every one of them, um, but you know, Vancouver is playing at a ridiculous pace right now. Edmonton just missed the record. They lost to Vegas. SPD and I predicted, by the way. So I hope you listen to our recommendation for that bet. Yep. Vegas beat him last night. Um, Winnipeg, PD has called one of the most complete teams he's seen in the league. And then, of course, there are those shameful Maple Leafs. <laughs> there are four teams that are legitimately in the mix for the Stanley Cup out of Canada this year. No, there aren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's stop kidding yourself. Let's get to Canada. Really? Right. Edmonton. You know how many playoff teams Edmonton beat in that 16-game streak? Four. Four. Four playoff teams out of the 16 teams they beat. Big deal. The Coyotes beat five Stanley Cup winners in a row, and we're not sitting there going, they're the second coming, give them the cup. Like, relax. Okay. They still Daniel, have can we just issues. Edmonton they off the list now? Okay. They still have defending issues. It's the same Edmonton team. You know who the Edmonton Toronto's played last night? A really good team in the Western Conference. How'd they do? They, they got one goal with the most potent offense in hockey. Really? So, no, not them. Toronto? move along like no <laughs> like, seriously same issues they've had for 20 years they have again today goaltending defending not gonna win um winnipeg i like winnipeg we've talked how i like winnipeg but they're struggling right now and they have a tough time getting they can't get any goals they haven't scored more than two goals what i had a stat i don't know but it, there's a stat they haven't scored two <laughs> more than that. goals in a lot of games. You go look it up, but it's true. The only one that's real for me is Vancouver. And every time I think Vancouver is going to fall off the ledge, and I think that they're going to, they're going to, something is going to change. They can't get the shooting percentage up. They can't continue to score goals at this pace. Dem- Demko can't continue to play the way as they continue to do this. They right now are a plus sixty in the NHL. No one's even close. Not Boston. Boston's not close. Boston's second and they're in the 40s. They are they are scoring and their goal differential is better than any team in the league by a country mile. Can they play playoff hockey, Petey? Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, you, you wonder how they, they are going to be. You talk about skill and speed on this team and, and yeah. I don't know if they got to go up against a seven-game series against the Vegas Golden Knights. I like the Golden Knights. Um, can they beat Colorado? I, I think they might be able to beat Colorado. Colorado's skill and speed, I don't think their goaltending is strong enough, but when it really gets push comes to serve with this team, Vancouver, if LA can ever get out of the mire and muck that they're in right now, can they compete with Vancouver in a playoff spot? I, I think I wouldn't want to face uh, LA if they get back on an upswing in the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. And luckily for them, they're probably going to get a team that you're going to get Edmonton. That Their road to the Western Finals isn't that bad for mm-hmm. Vancouver, but, but I don't see them getting to the Cup Final. I just don't see any path uh, of them getting by the Vegas Golden Knights. They are so much better than any team in the Western Conference right now. They're still uh, getting back from injuries. William Carlson just got back. Hill just got back. And I think they're only going to continue to get better. They know how to defend and they've been there before i i don't see anybody else on the west but but uh the vegas golden knights well mm. last week uh, at the nhl all-star game somebody actually asked rick tockett is this the year a canadian team finally does it um and here's what rick tockett head coach of the vancouver canucks had to say i don't know i don't know i mean uh, a lot of good team a lot of good canadian teams are playing well you know and if, if one of the teams get hot you never know you know, you, you got to have a little bit of luck, injuries and all that sort of stuff. You know, certain players got to get hot. Your goalie's got to be hot. But uh, it's nice to see, though. It's nice to see Winnipeg and, you know, Edmonton and all these teams, like, you know, make a run. Toronto. 
My favorite I have the Winnipeg stat. Was, yeah, Toronto, Toronto is the Toronto afterthought. Was the afterthought. <laughs> yeah, Toronto, maybe. I have the stat. Winnipeg's only scored more than two goals once in their last eight games. They're not oh, scoring oh. goals right now. That's what it was. Oh, oh. Sorry. Um, but even Rick Tockett, he was like, you know, it's it's tough. You got to get hot. You got to yeah, hit yep, a streak. Yep. You know, he wasn't. I mean, Winnipeg could add something at the deadline, though, right? They could go out and get yeah. some scoring. So they're the other one, Craig, to me, that, that plays the kind of style that can get you there in the playoffs. And they also have the one thing that, that, that all the other teams don't. Maybe Demko. But they have Connor Hellebuck. And Connor Hellebuck is good enough to win series on his own. And you give him a little, I think if I'm them, I want to add another gritty winger for this Winnipeg Jet team because I want to see the physicality. I don't think Edmonton can play that way. I don't know if Vancouver can play that way. If you want to get through Vegas, you need to add just a touch of grit. And, and so I wouldn't be surprised to see Winnipeg go on that run. Well, let's take a look at the Stanley Cup odds for each of the Canadian teams, courtesy of BetMGM. Of the group, Edmonton actually has the best odds, plus 750. And by the way, Edmonton actually currently has the best Stanley Cup odds of all NHL teams on BetMGM right now, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next best, Vancouver, plus 1,200. Toronto, plus 1,400. Winnipeg, plus 1,500. Calgary plus ten thousand, yeah. Ottawa plus twenty five thousand, and Montreal plus fifty thousand. I was like three non playoff teams. Yeah, obviously, yeah. but uh, I, w- I was a little bit maybe surprised at some of these odds. What do you guys think? Seriously, I, Ed- Edmonton's Edmonton got Vegas first, Vegas first, and Vancouver second. Are they out of their mind? Like, no. <laughs> if they in the first round, they'd open with Vegas. Maybe five games. Beat it. Like, no. What's your what's your Canadian? Let's do our Canadian power ranking right now. Like we did this a little while back. Vancouver still on top. Yes. Who's second? I feel like right now it has to be Edmonton. But th- but to me, it's a power ranking. Like it's current. It's yeah. what, yeah, what it's they've current, been doing so it's lately. It's yeah, current. It's Edmonton. Edmonton. Winnipeg. Third, Can I give Toronto, you one fourth? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Are there more teams in that than Calgary? Yeah. And then it's HK. Yeah. And yeah. Can I give you one more stat? Yes. Sure. Do you saw? Let's go take the last ten games. Last ten games, Edmonton has been pretty good, right? Right, we agree. The yes. last ten games, they're good. They've do you won. know how many points? Do you know how many points they made up on the Vancouver Canucks over those ten games? Mm, four. None. Oh, Ooh. I was just guessing Vancouver's, low. Vancouver's eight zero and two for a total of eighteen points. Edmonton is nine and one for eighteen points. They went on the biggest streak in the history of hockey, and they didn't pick up a point in the Vancouver Canucks. Hmm. <laughs> so wow. there's that. So Vancouver definitely staying atop our Canadian Mm -hmm. power rankings. Well, if you want to get in on any of those Stanley Cup future odds, you can do so over at BetMGM. I also have my BetMGM parlay pick for you, and it's to do with the Super Bowl, of course. And here it is, courtesy of Shane. Um, We got Jarek McKinnon, anytime touchdown score this weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs money line, and Brock Purdy over half a reception, interception, not reception, that would be different uh, interceptions thrown. You can get all of that right now for plus 1600 over at BetMGM. BetMGM is the place to place all your Super Bowl bets this weekend. So make sure you do that. And if you haven't signed up yet, now's the time. Use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $5 and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-91-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
Try to grab a Four Peaks. Four Peaks is the official beer of PHNX Sports. Not the same without a Four Peaks in hand. The Caramel Multi Kilt Lifter Scottish Style Ale is perfect for a cloudy, rainy day in Arizona. And Four Peaks has a brew for every type of weather or beer drinking mood, from the lightly orange-kissed wild wheat to the hop-filled hazy IPA and everything, and I mean everything in between. And stop by the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub for all the great brews on tap, plus the elite chicken tendies and so much more on their pub menu. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please enjoy responsibly. All right. Well, let's talk about some more storylines coming out of the All-Star break around the league. A Root in the chat said, I heard Colorado has an All-Star goalie. Um, well, he definitely <laughs> was in the All-Star game. He won a, a skills challenge, Gorgiev, but is he good enough? He won to- a skills challenge and raised the ire of players for poke checking. True. Which is a no-no in the All-Star game. True. Um, Colorado Avalanche. Obviously a cup favorite. Carolina Hurricanes, also a cup favorite. What do they have in common? Goaltending struggles. Oof. Will that be... And can can they overcome those struggles to make a run at the Stanley Cup? I have serious questions about that. You know, it, other people have mentioned Colorado's depth as well, and I do wonder about that. I'm not sure that their depth is that much better, but... This goaltending right now, like this is this is not a situation like Darcy Kemper played well when he went up there. I, I don't think Darcy Kemper was a difference maker in the playoffs when Colorado won the cup. But Alexander Gorgiev just hasn't been good. He's been below average. I don't think he won a cup with this kind of goaltending and, and Carolina's got its own issues. Yeah, you look at Colorado, Georgiev is below 900 save percentage. You know who is above that? 30 other goalies in this <laughs> league. You go to Antti Ranta, his save percentage is worse than that. It's 870. The problem, Colorado is 18th in goals against in the entire league. That's below the midpoint point. You can't win a Stanley Cup like that unless you're absolute powerhouse up front or you're not giving up shots against, which unfortunately Colorado is not. I can't see Colorado winning a Stanley Cup with Georgiev. Please clip that clip right now so DNVR can play it when they're hauling the cup um, outside of Ball Arena. That I don't think they can win with Georgiev. And Carolina is a team I love. And with Frederick Anderson only playing five games this season, I, I'm concerned that, that Ranta hasn't been able to show that he can carry this kind of a load for a team at all. And Peter, Peter I don't know if we're calling him Peter, Piotr, Kochetkov. Kochetkov, <laughs> he, he's only played 24 games, just getting back from injury, and he's below 900 save percentage too. So goaltending for these two top teams is still an issue. Yeah, well, one team that doesn't have goaltending issues is the Boston no. Bruins. Um, I mean, I think we were all, or at least I was, a little surprised they're having the season they're having, having lost, um, you know, Bergeron and just... Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Just a lot of <laughs> changes. really good centers. After, yeah. after a record-breaking regular season last year, and they're, I mean, they're right there in the conversation. Are they for real? I just, I... <sighs> I mean, they're playing like it. They're playing really well. I know they lost last night to Calgary. Thanks a lot, Boston, for helping the Coyotes cause. But um, I just, I I keep looking at the center position and saying, is this going to hold up in the playoffs? Is it going to hold up? How do you take Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci out of a lineup and say, yeah, we're good. We're a cup contender. I just, face value, I, I just have a hard time believing it. 
They're the only team in the Eastern Conference that is top 10 in goals for, goals against, power play, and penalty. The only team in the East to be in top 10 in all of those categories. Charlie Coyle has taken a step forward in the middle of the ice with Marchand. Marchand's on a tear again. Pasternak's top five in the league in everything. Their goaltending has the best one-two tandem in the NHL. I love the Boston Bruins. I think they are the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. I've got them in the Stanley Cup Finals with the Vegas Golden Knights. Ooh, okay. We'll talk more about our cup predictions later. So we'll remember you said that. Um, you mentioned Vegas. Yeah, I can always change it. I can change it like right up until they award it, by the way. That's, That's true. the rules. Um, you mentioned Vegas. Vegas finally taking down the red hot Edmonton Oilers last night. Um, can Vegas repeat? And you guys talked a little bit about that with Jesse Granger on. Monday, yeah, right? I, I really think they can. I really, I, I still think this is a very complete team and they've had injury his, uh, issues this season. So they're, they're, they're going to get healthy again. They, they've just got all the, pres- presuming Aiden Hill continues to play like he's playing in goal and he's been, he's been terrific. <laughs> There's just no denying Unreal. what Aiden Hill has done. I, I like the way this team defends. I like this team's depth. I, I think they can play different styles as Jesse talked about. Um, but you know, we asked Jesse in that audio only podcast that we did PD a few days ago, um, how they have responded to all the pressure of defending the Stanley Cup. And here's what he had to say. About as well as you could expect. Um, you look at early in the year where you kind of expect the hangover and, well, they didn't have a long off season and they spent the short off season that they did have partying and <laughs> drinking and doing all the stuff that comes with winning a championship. And they didn't have that at all, right? They won, I think, their first 11 games or something. It was the longest streak ever by a defending champ to start the season. So that they, they handled that as good as as well as they could have. And then they got hit by the injury bug. And I compare the the way these injuries have happened to two seasons ago. Um, the only season the Golden Knights ever missed the playoffs. And that was basically due to injuries. And they've had a similar stretch of injuries this year where their number one goalie, Aiden Hill, goes down. Jack Eichel has missed considerable time. Shea Theodore, one of their top defensemen, has been out. William Carlson has been out. So their centers, which are pretty much the strength of this team, have been completely diminished. And yet, they're still in playoff position. They aren't atop the league like they were early in the year when they were healthy and playing at their best, but they have managed to get through it. Whereas two years ago, they didn't manage the injuries nearly as well. They fell out of playoff position. They had to play catch up the last couple months. And this year they've played well enough to put themselves in a position coming out of the all-star break where they don't have to play catch up. They can just play, try to get to their game. You're not worried that much about the standings. You just want to get to the best version of yourself by the time the playoffs get here. So that's kind of where they're at right now. I think they're going to safely coast to the playoffs at this point. Um, but it's just a matter of can they get back to that high level of play that they were showing early in the year when they had everybody healthy? I think the fact that they mm-hmm. had high level of play when healthy to me shows that they're still, yeah, they should not be overlooked. It's hard to overlook this team ever. It's crazy to talk about the the run that Vegas has been on just since they were born. It's It's absurd that they went to the cup final in their first season and they've been... <sighs> They've just been there every year. Um, I know they missed the playoffs one season, but I, I don't know how you count this team out. They just have all the ingredients, and they have a they have <laughs> one of those key ingredients is an owner who is all in on winning. That's so important. This is and has been since day one a great franchise. Yep. And what did he say the day they unveiled the franchise? We're gonna win. And guess what he did? Tried to win. And guess what? He paid for winning and you paid for players and you played for atmosphere and you did things right in the arena. Huh? So he didn't say, I sure as shit want to win. And then he did not. 
everything else followed oh okay hmm. um all right well <laughs> la <laughs> la makes Moving a right coaching change last week in the midst of all-star weekend todd mccullen out despite the la's hot start um crazy start on the road as well i would say even early in the season todd mccullen was up there for jack adams odds um and all of a sudden he finds himself out of a job at the all-star break Thoughts on the coaching change and what that means for the LA Kings going forward. PD, I don't know how much you've you've explored this team uh, in, with all the video that you break down, but I reached out to a couple of LA writers, and really, it was when it, when when they started to fall off is when the D play started to slip. That there was always the thought that maybe this was shaky goaltending, and when your D starts to slip, then you're then you're just trying to cover up for issues. The offense, you know, start. Then Todd McClellan started tinkering with lines, and then more issues arose. It just everything seemed to compound. Um, and also, there there are questions about the use of Pierre Luc Dubois. Uh, that that's always been an issue there. So I, I I don't know what you have in terms of thoughts. Sometimes there's the coaching bump. Maybe maybe just a new voice gets this team righted again. Because when we watched the LA Kings play the Coyotes three times earlier this season, all three of us were like. Oh my God, that's that's a cup contender. That is a complete, hard, heavy, fast team. Yeah, I thought this was a team that could challenge for the Pacific Division title early in the year, and they've won three of their last 17 games and fallen from a team that's competing for first to hanging and clinging and clawing to to wildcard spot, and, and they may lose that now. Um, McClellan, I guess, was popular with the veterans. One of the things interesting is of the Babcock coaching tree that has now been chopped down and everybody's out. Bill Peters has gone, Woodcroft gone, McClellan gone, and Babcock clearly gone. So that coaching tree... Uh, is now ended with Todd McClellan. I, 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 the same voice wears on you. I, I'm just telling you, whether you like him or you don't like him, the, the mm. same voice year after year after wears on you. We've seen it with any coach in any sport. Oh, is this enough to spark them? Uh, it's, he's not the goalie, and he's not Kopitar, so he's not scoring. I, I don't I don't feel great about the long-term prospects for this team this season. Um, I, maybe they'll make some changes in the offseason, but I loved this team in the first 20 games. Maybe yeah. they get a little bit of spark back. It's crazy, too, when you talk about Kopitar and, and Dowdy. These guys are these are key pieces, and they, they ain't getting any younger. So you felt like if L.A. was going to do it with you know bridging these incredible veterans who, who know what it's like to win a cup from way back, and with the young talent coming up, it had to happen now. Otherwise, they may through, go through a period of transition as those old guys move out. Yeah, you look like that's what the Washington Capitals are doing, right? Like you, you don't have, you're hanging out of those old guys trying to make one more run. Pittsburgh's trying to do it. Washington's trying to do it. And if they fall flat and don't make the playoffs, and Washington and Pittsburgh may not, then what? So yeah. LA is kind of in that same boat where they tried to skip the rebuild process. They tried to, to stock up quickly and, and tried to get through it. And I, man, if they don't win now, I, I don't know what they're going to do. This is a tough spot. And, and I, I think Blake's in a tough situation there in LA from a team. Again, I'll say it through 20 games. I loved this team. And so I don't know what's going on in the room. This is a team that just doesn't have it. And sometimes you got to look inside that room and maybe it was the coach. I, I don't know. I can't speak to it. I wasn't in there, but this, this, Something's going on there. They're, they're too good and too fast and too skilled to, to be losing games like this. Well, uh, the West is shaping up to be interesting. The Coyotes still in the mix, despite being five points out of a wild card spot at this very moment. As we record, they'll get back to play tomorrow night against the Vegas Golden Knights, which will not be an easy task. <laughs> yeah. Can the Coyotes get back in the mix? I mean, we can talk about how they're going to do it. Um, the, listen, the February schedule is 
it's brutal. It's a really tough schedule. So this is this is what's going to lead into the trade deadline on March 8th. And we'll, I mean, if, if I'm betting on this, I'm saying it's going to be a, a really tough road for them. But if, if they're going to do it, we got to get back to that team that we were seeing at Mullet Arena that was playing fast and creating, but they have to, above all else, they got to ride Connor Ingram. He's got to be the main guy now. It can't be, it can't be this rotating thing unless you're, unless you're falling off the pace and you just want to, you know, rotate goaltenders. Connor Ingram is their best hope of climbing back in the playoff race, in in my opinion. Yeah, and one of the other things we just talked about how Edmonton picked up no points on Vancouver after going nine and one. The the Coyotes six and four is not good enough. Like, yeah. and you look at their next ten games, some of the opponents they've got. They've got Colorado, they've got Edmonton, they've got Toronto, they got Winnipeg, they've got Philadelphia is in a playoff spot all in their next ten games, and and they've got to come out of it. Like you've got to win. Like you got to go eight and two or seven and three in some of these stretches. At least one of these ten game stretches, and you've got to play a minimum of six and four through every um, ten game series on the way out, and you have to go like I said, seven and three or eight and two or nine and one through another one. Like Dave Tippett said in the clip we played yesterday, without that, that 12, Oh, and one February, this team, that team in, in, in 2012 doesn't make the playoffs. So I think that's where the Coyotes are. They, their chase making up five points this time of the year is incredibly difficult. So mm-hmm. goaltending is one, two, they have to stop the bleeding and creating their own mistakes. They have to stop the self-inflicted wounds. No more turnovers, no more sitting in the penalty box. Then they have a chance. They, they did put a streak of five together against five good teams. They can do it. Will they? Mm, I'm not so sure. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but we will, you know, follow the on ice stuff along as well. So be sure to, to tune in. We'll see. It all begins tomorrow. The, the, final third of the season against Vegas. Um, great place to watch sports, by the way, Gila river resorts and casinos, their TVs situation there. Holy moly. Uh, not only do they have a great casino, great dining, the sports book, which that's a, that's a fun place to watch games, but the, the floor to ceiling TV screens, great place to <laughs> hang out this Sunday for the Super Bowl, I would say. Um, so check it out. It's just an unbelievable, all of the locations are unbelievable. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And you know what they always say, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. And then I'm, I'm home alone. Um, well, the dog. But eating is incredibly different, difficult when you're alone. So why don't you take a look at Factor Meal Kits? Factors, delicious, oh, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. With pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door, you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. Factor helps make your weekly meal planning easy. And delicious two-minute meals fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Make sure you head to factormeals.com slash phnxyotes50 and use code. Oh, that's the same thing. See, I didn't read that. Who wrote this? With dot com slash phnxyotes50 and use code phnxyotes50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active. That's code phnxyotes50 at factormeals.com slash phnxyotes50. 
Okay, we, we, we got to talk to Max about that. Can we say that more? <laughs> Don't forget that the code is PHNX PHNX Yotes fifty. I, I will like say that should have been our thumbnail. Just <laughs> <laughs> say it a few more times. It's like what did I say? Often yesterday, I said it a few more times. Often today, I will I will do better on factor. So factor, please don't drop based on that. Read you're wonderful. You're delicious. It's not one of those meal prep things you have to throw. By the way, if you're doing that, just cook your own goddamn food. If you're gonna go to the store and get one of those prep ones, prep kits, that's not what factor is. Factor is when it's you, fresh. You, Yes, it's fresh. You both work. You're both tired. And you know what? You don't want to you just throw it in the microwave, eat it, and it's, well, you already said, keto, healthy, like buddy. That's it's so what we good. want. It's, it's genuinely so good. So There's the magician. Are we going to see the magician tomorrow? Um, Not hmm. sure. All right. <laughs> okay, let's talk right. about the NHL trade deadline oh is about one month away. Almost exactly one month away. Who are the big names left? I mean, there was a, the big trade last week with Lynn Holmes, so that yeah. name kind of off the board there. But who are the other big names on the your kind of list to watch yeah, for the I like trade it. deadline? Noah Hannafin has been out there forever. I wonder what's going to happen there. I wonder if teams like Colorado and Carolina are going to chase goaltending. I like. I don't want to rattle off every name on this list. There's there's boards all over the place. Trade bait. Um, but I'm I'm going to throw this out there. Like, who is the one guy? that you want to see traded to make just this trade deadline insane. For me, and you mentioned the Pittsburgh Penguins falling off the pace. I want to see Sidney Crosby on the move. No. I want wow. to see Sidney Crosby traded. No. And change the game. Change Why the entire complexity of the NHL playoffs. Why would you say gonna, that? So that and Sid, who has been an incredible ambassador for the game his entire career, can continue to play for a cup instead of being mired in mediocrity at the end of his career, the way that guys like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves were in Chicago, where they had no chance to win. Wow. If you trade him, Jake Gensel is also UFA. Might as well move him too then. If you're moving Sid, I mean, start the rebuild. I think he he might move anyway. We also know what will happen in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is one of those cities where once they get into the lottery, hey, you want the number one pick? They win. We'll give it to you. It's probably their turn. How about two years in a row? Yeah, it's probably their turn. How about we give you two ones and a two? Sure. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no. I, I just wonder if, if, uh, if you look at the free agent list, Brian Little from the Arizona Coyotes pops in there. <laughs> yeah, pops I mean, in there we'll, for listen, we're going to have a whole show talking about Coyotes at the trade deadline. You, you don't think it's Little and Voracek? Like <laughs> no, so. The problem with me with, with, with unrestricted free agents and the rentals that happen at this time of year, the problem is you get guys that are so long in the tooth that it's difficult for those guys to make a huge impact in such a short time left in that season. It, it can, and I'm not saying it doesn't ever happen, but you see it so often where the, the, the hype much outweighs what really happens in the remainder of those games, especially in the playoffs. So I would be surprised if any of these make a huge blip when you start looking at the list of, of guys that are actually UFAs. We will discuss the trade deadline more. We yes. will have a we'll all have a coyote show. Yes, absolutely. But I have a question. Oh. As we move on. Wait, I just have to you read. You gotta say something? Well, I like Brady said Ovi to Vancouver. That made me laugh. <laughs> um, but we also have a super chat from um Roaring Fork. This is ten dollars for PD severance after that ad read. So there <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Don't laugh. Max is pretty tough around here. He holds a lot Ooh. of weight. So, right. oh, so I got a question for both of you guys. I don't know. Maybe you don't know the date yet. Um, but when when does the NHL plan to announce that the Blackhawks will play in the 2026 <laughs> Winter Classic so that they can showcase Macklin Celebrini and Connor Bedard? Do you guys know the date I, yet? Have you have you heard of the date? 
I don't know, but I do hear, and I've heard from an inside source that they've already got the equipment managers, they've already got the nameplate for Macklin Celebrini, and they're trying to decide where they are putting it inside of the Chicago Blackhawk. It may not be true. It may just be a rumor, but but I think that that, that is happening. Put it out there as a report. Yeah, it's what you're hearing. I simply can't. Um, can we just get some originality here? There's still teams who haven't even played an outdoor game, including the Coyotes. Not that I'm saying they deserve to play in one. I'm not saying that right now. But the organization, I think it wouldn't be fair yeah. um, given everything going on. But the Blackhawks have played in so many freaking outdoor games. They've hosted so many. Like maybe if this was in a city that's never had one and then they were playing the Blackhawks. I get it. And listen, I get the Bedard thing. I really do. I told you I was a fan of him after he was so polite to me in an elevator over the weekend and <laughs> at the All-Star game. I still um, think he's cool. He was operating the elevator, but uh, yeah. go ahead. Um 2009 Winter Classic at Wrigley Field, 2014 Stadium Series at Soldier Field, 2015 Winter Classic at National Spark, 2016 Stadium Series at TCF Bank Stadium, 2017 Winter Classic at Bush Stadium, 2019 Winter Classic at Notre Dame Stadium, and now 2025 Winter Classic at Wrigley. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that's Agreed. all I have to say on that. That is all we really should say about that. Um well, the NHL, they, you know, they only care about their stars and and how they can what's going to pop. So, with that in mind, what do you think would be the worst case scenario Stanley Cup final for the NHL this oh, year? Oh, I already know mine. It's it's Winnipeg against Florida. Yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I didn't even think of You all saw the French there. You saw the French. Do that again. I didn't look ahead, so that's a pretty, that's 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 a tough one. I don't know how many other ones would be worse because even some of the cities you think would be bad as cities like Detroit. Detroit's a major U.S. market and it's, it's an original six. I still think that's not a bad team of the teams that are still left in it. Florida is the one. Florida's it in, in the East. The rest of them at least have a little cachet like Tampa Bay, Carolina. You still maybe float Philly for sure. I mean, Philly in the yeah. Stanley Cup final yeah. and, and in the West. I mean, it's 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 Winnipeg and right now St. Louis, but St. Louis still the U.S. city you could probably sell it a little bit on TV ratings. But man, boy, howdy. I bet you the people at ESPN are not hoping for a Winnipeg Jet Florida Panther final right now. <laughs> I would throw uh, Carolina in there as well from the yeah, East. Carolina's in that mix. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It'd be tough. That's fair. But. Anybody else from the West that you can think of? Not, not really. Well, I mean, Nashville's on the outside, but they draw yeah. well. But they did so well when they played Vegas. And then you look at, or not Vegas, who did Nashville play in the finals? Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. And Pittsburgh and then Seattle. And Seattle would draw well just because they're they're still the darling. So I, I don't know. Calgary is on the way outside. Looking yeah, in, maybe. not a chance. Calgary, so, Winnipeg, well, in the in the Western Finals, Oof. and then Carolina, <laughs> Florida, in the Eastern Finals. Uh, I mean, is. like the, this, this all almost happened last year. The way things shook out, yeah, so we will see. But realistically, so PD, you said, would you say Vegas? Uh, Vegas, Boston, but I mean, Vegas, I still Boston? think the New York Rangers are going to have a second push in this team. I, I still like the Dallas Stars with Ottinger. He can catch fire. Colorado's in there in Winnipeg and in the East. I, I just, I don't know if any teams have been good enough in the East. Uh, Tampa, maybe. Tampa's been hot. They're eating two. They won three straight, and they still have a lot of the core that's been there before. Um, I don't know. If Carolina, we talked about their goaltending. Philly, I don't think's ready, and I don't think Toronto is either. So it's what pretty limited. What about the Florida Panthers? I, I, I it's lightning's not striking place there. I don't think. No, hmm. not getting back there twice. What do you think? 
Well, the only thing is I'm trying to decide if I want to be realistic or if I want to like stand by my preseason pick, which started out really bad and then has turned around, which was the Edmonton Oilers to mm. win the Stanley Cup. Mm. And even though there's a lot of reasons I don't believe that's going to happen, I feel like I need to stand by my early pick. So I'm going to stick with Edmonton in the West, um, even though I don't truly believe in that. Um, and then, I don't know, the East... Give me, I mean, I feel like Florida. I, I, every time they played Arizona, it was tough. Um, give me Edmonton, Florida. Edmonton, Florida. Wow. Woo. Talk about a that. fun travel situation. A fun series. <sighs> Somebody that was covering that oh series, someone that had to work that series and actually travel would love to have to go between Edmonton and Florida. I don't know who would have to do that. The, the, the people we know, but they would not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had Colorado at the beginning of the season, but I really don't like their goaltending. Unless Colorado goes out and gets a goaltender at the trade deadline, I still like the Vegas Golden Knights going to the cup final. But I'm going to say that the Florida Panthers get back again. So we'll have a rematch. Ooh, you, wow, wait, Florida Vegas? Florida Vegas. Wow. Rematch. Rematch. Ooh, I like it. Can we I can like we address it. can we talk to Jay? Yeah, go Jay for Schultz. it, Petey. Jay Schultz. Will the three of you be moving to Utah as well? As well as who? Like, I don't know. I, I lived in Pocatello, Idaho for a while. And I know a lot of people move from did Pocatello, really? Idaho down to the... Yeah, I did I not know you lived in Pocatello? Southeast Idaho, Pocatello, just a stone's yeah. throw from Salt Lake City, two That's hours. where Dirk Cutter's from, former right, right football coach. There you go. Where a lot of people migrated from, from Pocatello, Idaho down to Salt Lake. I don't see anybody from Arizona moving to Salt Lake anytime soon, but might be me. And and, and I clearly don't think it's going to be anybody from the, the, that has anything to do with hockey. I just don't see it. I mean, yeah. maybe other reasons. Beautiful city. But I don't think uh, we're moving. Thanks, Jay, yeah. though. Yes, we appreciate your comment on our feed. And while you're here, make sure to uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up button. My goodness. Thumbs up. Thumbs hit, up. Hit the thumbs up button on Leave this video. Leave us a five-star review. Yes, wherever you get your podcast. Say something nice about us. That's Again. as close as Craig got to an ad read ever. <laughs> say say something nice review. about me if you don't want to say something nice about PD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, before we wrap up, uh, there was a fun little exchange on Twitter right before our show <laughs> yeah. began. So Craig, why don't you explain the situation? Well, I think you guys know that PD likes to show off his calves, <laughs> but I, I generally wear socks that hide my calves. I, I don't really wear exciting socks, but Greg Dunway, my good friend, uh, we do a lot of work together at Heidi's Village. Can we just put the put the yeah? Let's see the tweet. Hideous socks that he put up and and told me I was wearing these. Well, the the exchange there's ketchup went, on them for those on audio. Ketchup on them, which you know, I guess if you're gonna wear ketchup anywhere, you should wear it on your feet because basically that's what it smells like to me. Um, but Greg went a little further with this. Like yep. he came up with an idea of raising money for Heidi's Village. Yep. And so oh, we're going. You you have the information yep. that you can put up in the so, chat, right? So Greg has promised. To put up this, to start this off, start this money off. We're going to try and raise 500 bucks for Heidi's Village. Just a, a simple request. So if you feel like chipping in for dogs. I'm in. How do I do it? Like, so sincerely. this is what you're going to do. And I'll put it in the chat as well. Yes. Um, you're going to Venmo your donation to at Greg dash Dunaway. And in the subject line of the donation, put in all caps, Craig loves ketchup. Naturally um, all caps. And that... <laughs> 
will and if we raise the five hundred dollars, Craig will wear the ketchup shop socks on the show. Gre- Greg with a, a five dollar super chat. Wear the ketchup socks, Craig. Greg, don't worry, we're getting this started. So again, the information's in the chat at, at Greg Dash Dunaway on Venmo and put Craig loves ketchup in the memo. Petey, you know what I might do? I might do with those socks. I might even borrow a pair of your capris to really show them off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, Craig and let's get some like tight, like the '70s shorts. I think Craig has got some. I'm like sure he's John saved Stockton them. shorts. Yeah, the John Stockton <laughs> shorts with the ketchup socks. I'm in. Let's, oh, let's get. And you know, and you know what's funny? I will be in solidarity with you because I actually own ketchup chip socks. Oh my gosh! So Craig, I'm the, in. I'm in. The day, all right, I'm, all right. The day that you wear the socks, I will also wear ketchup socks. So, so I will do this. But ketchup I need, socks, Lee. I need Don't help figuring out how to send it to him. So help yep. me send it to him later. Okay, I got okay. you. Thank I you. I got you. Anywho, so you. there you go, <laughs> people. What is what is Venmo? You guys can talk to Greg offline if you need another an alternative payment, or we'll figure it out. You know what Greg doesn't have. Desert Financial Credit Union? That's right, because he's not allowed there. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Craig, we know that Craig is because Craig banks at Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. He has the whole setup there. Um, you know, Desert Financial, they take care of everything. Checking, savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. So check it out. And right now, when you become... When you open a free checking account online, you can get $200 in bonuses. You can set aside some of that $200 for the donation to Heidi's Village. Um, you get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Wow. Do you know what else you can do right now, Leah? This what? is an exciting time for the Arizona Lottery. One, the Arizona Lottery Scratchers um, are, are going to potentially be a partnership with Walking and Talking. So keep your eyes open. Wow, that was breaking news right there. Mm -hmm. Arizona Lottery is introducing a new, unique way and a new, unique ticket and promotion called Arizona Adventure. There are three ways to play and to win big in Arizona Adventure. Number one, play Arizona Adventure Lottery tickets featuring three iconic landscapes, Pikachu Peak, Pikachu. I know it's Pikachu, but I like to say Pikachu. Um, So everybody can yell at me. Pikachu Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. Prizes up to $50,000. You can also check in on a geolocated adventure at 10 destinations across the street. Everywhere from Buffalo Park in Flagstaff to Piestoa Peak in Phoenix to Chuck Huckleberry Loop in Tucson. And there are seven more throughout the state you can visit. WWW. I don't need to say that. Why do we type that in there? <laughs> Visit ArizonaAdventure.com for details and directions, and you can check in at destination coordinates on the website, or you can take those tickets and enter them online for a chance to win a million dollars. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and its communities. Take an adventure with Arizona Lottery. Visit ArizonaAzAdventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure with the Arizona Lottery and for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. There you go. There you go. go. All right. I'm excited about it. By the way, can I say this? I don't know if I'm giving things away with Max. Keep keep your eyes open, especially some diehards. There may be an opportunity to geolocate one of this with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stay, stay tuned for plenty of events coming up. Um, and as always, if you are a diehard, you always get 20% off on every event. So become a diehard today. Join our Discord. Get access to diehard-only content as well. Craig has been putting arena news in there that's for diehards only. Um, so just one of the m- many perks of becoming a PHNX Coyotes diehard. Join the family today. And uh, yeah, 
anything else before we wrap up? That's a wrap. Suns, Suns people are staring they're, at us. They're hovering. At us. I know. So. They got three yeah. minutes. Relax. Yeah. They just got to change this guy. <laughs> angry eyes. And, and by the way, Flex Flex fed us all today, so we need to get off on Seriously? time. So. Flex didn't do shit for me. Yeah, no. Uh, um, no. Well, I mean, he asked before before he brought the food in, he asked if you were here. <laughs> I said, no, he's Wiley's okay. Getting, Wiley Coyote's getting a little antsy here looking at me like, okay, buddy. Oh, did you hear him? Here oh, he is. All right. Well, thanks so much. Oh, Suns guys. Thanks for watching, everybody. Hit the like button on your way out. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at Abraka Danielle. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody, and we will see you all tomorrow night.